so what this is episode 36 and a half yeah that's crazy uh this is kind of interesting we talk about it a little bit in the next thing you'll hear from us but episode 37 was actually recorded before this so we just got done talking about it for a bit yeah and uh but when we talked huh? about it for a bit before it was the 1990s it yeah so there's two did two different ones and we just recently we seen the... literally just got back yeah from watching this new 2017 it that we really felt like we had to do something to bring to you because fucking buzz around this movie is huge yeah and it's uh it's well deserved well deserved uh that's our take on it for sure but i mean we really wanted to focus on it in a big way because we have people coming up to us that aren't normally into horror movies talking about this movie which i find really interesting because they know who we are but not just that it's it's just like it's pop it's it, popular. it takes it takes me by surprise like oh shit like you're excited for this yeah it's really like, cool. oh you've been excited for this oh and everybody remembers like the the original as being this huge event well maybe not everybody we did notice it was a rather young crowd yeah we we'll did make mention that of that second, yeah. but everyone we've been talking to like they still remember the big event that was the original miniseries and shit and tim curry of course just legendary as pennywise and but this one oh my god uh i mean it's not it's not necessarily a hot take i'm not going to surprise anybody by <laughs> this at this point by saying this movie is really fucking good yeah, it really surprised me in a really, really good way. Um, from what I've seen, this movie's already looking to try to break some records. Uh, I didn't really pull that article back up again, but I'm not sure which records. Probably like R-rated movie in September or something. But, I could see something like that. Uh, by the way, this one is definitely rated R. Oh yeah, for sure. Fucking... Dude, okay, so we're going to just delve in it. We're going to try to stay away from spoilers as best we can. Uh, maybe something little will slip in. Sorry. Yeah, we'll be very, very. But we're going to be careful brief and about frank. This. We want you to go watch this movie. This movie was. I really enjoyed it. Likewise. Uh, we were just mentioning back and forth before we, as we were uh, checking our levels and shit. I'm honestly not sure how many more times in my life I'm going to watch the original It miniseries, because parts of it, as we discuss coming up here shortly if you're listening to all of our shit in order uh parts of it are very dated that is definitely for reals there and parts of it are definitely just not done well yeah parts of it are very schlocky this i plan on rewatching this movie already yeah this one is easily rewatchable even though it comes in at two hours and 15 minutes um there's times of it where it doesn't really feel like it it felt oh like... god no it did not feel like a two hour 15 minute movie no. first off uh most of the movies we've done in probably the last 20 movies we've covered have been right around an hour and a half yeah roughly and some of those feel long yeah given the content most definitely this movie does not feel the two hour 15 minutes that it is they do a good job of keeping the tension ratcheted up in a lot of different ways uh Pennywise isn't the only bad guy in this in a big no, way. No, which is really cool because it kind of stays true to form in the book a little bit in that um, regard. Some of the stuff, especially towards the end with Pennywise, I feel like is left a lot more vague uh, than in the original miniseries. Yeah, they spell out things, I feel like, a lot more in the original miniseries and telling you exactly how this and that is working. 
I mean, like, I, in my head, I have... This going to be a minor spoiler. Um, but, I, I mean, this is a huge cultural event, too. I, I have a feeling you know that these... Which kids are going to live by now? Oh, yeah, yeah. But in my head, I have a good reasoning for how Stanley was able to survive, because he had something pretty horrific happen towards the end for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That normally would think he probably shouldn't have. But I think within what you know, in the original miniseries, because of what they spell out for you about Pennywise, you would know immediately. With this one, it's left a lot more vague, but you can kind of figure out, oh, it's drawing it out, basically. What I find interesting for... The people in attendance tonight, we were talking about the younger audience, is if they hadn't seen the original, it's going to be very interesting for them, especially if they haven't read the book as well, how are they going to try to piece what we already know from the original together, right? Because they're they're kind of, they know who Pennywise might be, but they don't, they probably don't know the whole story. They right. just know him as the scary clown. Exactly. Also interesting, they... That you how I guess the the part that was more vague is just the use of a, the the aspect of a imagination versus Pennywise. Yeah, uh, I do want to just say that much about it so that I don't feel like I was just rambling. No, it's, it's understandable it's, because it's. I feel like that's not too spoilery. The no. use of imagination and how it affects Pe- Pennywise. That's no, a I lot that's, more vague in this one. I agree with you in in that context because yeah, it's like you said, it's spelled out more so in the miniseries. This one you kind of have to think about a little bit and figure it out. Uh, miniseries, originally a TV event. Uh, this movie would not play on TV. No, not on uh, ABC or NBC and any, any of the um, major broadcast channels. Not here in the States. The strong part of the original being the kids. This one's all kids. Uh, it was hard knowing if they were going to sell me coming into this. I care about these kids way more. I agree, dude. They... They were really and well cast. And that's part of why it wouldn't pass on TV is because these kids swear oh up and down. Gosh. That uh, was so much fun. That I mean, granted, they I mean they were throwing some one-liners out. Holy shit. They got um, each other so good so Richie, many times. Fucking He's so much we're better. We're not cast. gonna break down a lot of the people in this movie, yeah. I don't think. But Finn Wolfhard kills it up and down his yeah, Richie. Yeah, dude, he did Made great. some fucking amazing parts of the movie. Had the theater just rolling. Yeah, there was several times where the theater was laughing. I mean, us, of course, as well. Way more than Seth Green has ever made me oh, laugh. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm sorry, Seth. I like you. No, but... I like Seth Green a lot, too. And that's why I was saying it. Well, I mean, I guess... No, I take that back. His work with, like, Robot Chicken and shit. Some of that's had me just... Yeah, it's funny stuff, man. He's, he's Seth, you're he's awesome, funny. but... Finn Wolfhard This kid rocked it, man. The better Richie. These are all the better... Except versions. maybe Ben. I, I would have might agree. like original Ben more. Yeah, this Ben, he's a good actor, but he I, I agree. I think the original Ben was a lot better. I'm I, I might like original Ben more. Not that this kid did a bad job, but no, he, no, he's a good actor. He did a great uh, job. But he's not And he had to deal with a same. little bit more extreme scenarios in this one. Yeah. Everything in this one's ratcheted up a bit. Um It sure is, man. Compared to the miniseries, it's ratcheted up quite a bit. You get to see the violence. Yes, you do. You get to hear them cursing. But the imagination still shows. Now, neither of us have read the book, so I don't know if this one, if the the Pennywise sequences 
are actually more in tune with what happens in, I'm not sure. in the book or not, and that's why they're different. But in the original miniseries, I always felt like the Pennywise sequences... I mean, they were the, everything gets better during those sequences, partially because Tim Curry is amazing, but partially because there's just some really good imagination shown. I um, agree. This one goes the same way. Now, I feel like there's a lot more jump scares in this one, oh, but yeah. most yeah. of them are earned. Yeah, they're not cheap like frills, like a ooh, like a real quick thing. It's it's it earned. Pays off. It's been it's been building in some way. You you might have been able to catch subtle clues here or there if you're paying really close attention to the screen. You know it's going to happen, but they still do it in a way where you still like get. Like I said, it's it's not jump, cheap. No, it's, no, no, it's not cheap. You still get. I won't say frightened, but you still get that tension, anxiety a little bit. And then they still manage to land it. Yeah, no, most definitely, man. Um, Skarsgård did a really good job as Pennywise. Um, the thing, like we were mentioning, or at least I remember mentioning in our um, review of the miniseries, that first half, is I was hoping he wasn't going to try to overdo it and just playing the character. And he did his own, I would say, version of it compared to Tim Curry's version of it. They're completely different. Well, and we, we were with a friend of ours who we, who I don't know if he actually listens to our podcast, but we keep him updated with a lot of the horror shit. Yeah, he likes horror. He likes and he horror was, as well. So. Yeah, it was fun. So that was a lot of fun, but what he pointed out as we were coming out of the theater, the thing that's neat about this Pennywise is that he definitely has a lot of mannerisms yes, that continue does. through that help just make him a character rather than an actor in a character. Yeah, you know, that's a good point too, because it didn't feel like I was watching Bill Skarsgård. I felt like I was watching a, a Pennywise, but just a different version of Pennywise with and and but the, very animated like you said it animated. just but it wasn't overly animated either he's not as happy cheery as Tim No Tim he Curry. is not not even close but i still don't think he was entirely complete evil clown like i i can understand why you would still be drawn in by some of these things yeah it's enticing um even though he's not nearly I mean, everything's a little bit dark and twisted, but he's still, he sells it. Like the Ger Georgie scene, like, he was creepy, he almost loses Georgie. Yeah. Pulls it back. But then he pulls it back in. He he has that just enough where he's still, I mean, it's still a clown. Yeah. He still knows, he always seems a little bit off with what he's saying, like he's having to really think about it, because, I mean, spoilers, not necessarily for this movie. Right, right. Because this isn't revealed explicitly in the movie, but Pennywise is an alien. Yeah. You know, it's, it is a very complex story. I mean, just reading a little bit about w what Pennywise it is in the book, it is it, it goes pretty deep, man. Pretty deep. So his... It, it did seem to me like his version of Pennywise was this forced simulacrum of a human rather yeah. than something that seemed more natural it's like right it I was kind of a still kind assimilating of how to act real enough yeah. to sort of convince you but there's just too much of this alien being behind it where he's just slip into this yeah there were moments where you could definitely feel that and it was really cool like i said no us knowing that from watching the, the miniseries knowing a little bit about the book not have reading it but that's why i'm saying it's going to be I'm curious it now uh, there's no doubt cool. i'm sold Especially because I, I, really I have a feeling that some of the things 
based on just the terminology that people use and all the images that are conveyed throughout that try to be conveyed in the original miniseries and are more successfully conveyed in this one, I have a feeling that the ending of this one visually is closer to probably what the book is. Yeah, I feel I'm like they're probably it, But I have a feeling there's some things that were missing in that original. You know, that's going to be interesting, that's, what that, that's the weird thing. This yeah. made me feel like the original had things missing. Oh, no doubt. It felt so Gaps. complete. Um, the Bowers gang gets filled out a little bit more and gets fucked with a little bit more right yes, off the bat. Uh, that was kind of neat. I there thought. was yeah, some backstories that were more full as opposed to just being bullies. They had some back. Like some backstory to At least me. a little bit. A little bit, not much, but a lot more than the uh, the OG. I kind of feel I kind of feel like we were still missing a little bit out of all the kids' stories across the board. I agree with that. And that somewhere, like this was a two hour, fifteen minute movie. Somewhere that on the on the cutting room floor, there's a four hour cut of this movie that I think oh fills in all of that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, we'll get a director's cut one day. Just because it felt like it felt like it was complete. It just felt like we weren't getting to see it all. Well, yeah, you're right. On the chopping floor, there's a lot of stuff that's gonna get cut that you know, some people will never see the light of day, so maybe one day. Maybe one day. God, Finn Wolfhard, Skarsgard, I wanna So good. I wanna I'm gonna look it up just real quick. Uh, whoever the director was, because I can't think it off the top of my head. Oh, it was... But um, they did a fucking great job. What was his name? It's like... Uh, Andy Muschietti. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Muschietti. The cinematographer is who I'm thinking of, but yeah. Oh, he's the guy that did Mama. I never watched that, but I heard it was good. This, I mean, but I think that's just about it. I, I think that might be about the only thing he had of note before this. I think all of his other stuff is probably foreign stuff, because I believe he's Argentinian. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. And so he just fucking knocked it out of the park. Holy yeah, fuck. Great job. I am, like I said, I'm going to rewatch this one. I don't know if I'm going to rewatch the other one. I'm going to rewatch this one. I agree. <laughs> I, like I said, at some point, I'll probably will go back and watch like said, the original, but this one will get a lot more viewings, hands down. Uh, there's one other name, though, that I really want to mention that was uh, attached to this movie as a producer. And it's a guy by the name of Seth Graham Smith. And I just want to bring him up because he is actually very, very well known in a different field. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He's the guy that did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter oh. and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. No kidding. That's yeah. pretty cool. He's one of the executive producers on awesome. this. Awesome. Um, I think he actually, I mean, sometimes executive producers just, just kind of like, they have to give this guy, for whatever reason, a little bit of a, a credit, and because of his position in the studio, like this ensures that he gets so much of the royalties right. by having this title and shit. And there, there's some politics sometimes to some of these people that are named producers, especially up in the higher up ones that wouldn't be as hands on. I believe this guy actually worked pretty goddamn hard on this, from what from what I understand. Well, that's so. really cool. Um, and if I'm wrong, then I just talked him up and sucked him off for no reason. But that's okay. It's well deserved though. But you're right. There were some really cool names in this project uh, in terms of like the cinematographer, music, um, production that, companies. Ooh, and it's really we cool didn't stuff. touch on that yet. The soundtrack was really good. I, yeah. I, to be to be fair, I didn't really pay attention to the score. The original I didn't score really part of it. either. I mean, I think the original score has a little bit more of um, like said TV. It fit the realm of what it was doing. This one, I you know, it was. 
I didn't pay much attention to it, unfortunately. I wasn't but really. But they use a couple like soundtrack type songs to they did to punctuate and accentuate some moments, and yeah, but it pays off. Fucking rock war stands out in pretty. Dude, yeah. There's the only one I had to snicker a little bit because I am a Cure fan, mm-hmm. but it's like that's probably not the best Cure song they could have picked for that scene. Oh, I don't what? even know why they really picked the Cure for that scene. Oh god, which I, I think I missed it. There was bathroom scene where they clean oh okay oh yeah i was like mm, i like the cure but that's uh, man i don't know that was kind of an interesting scene man there's some cool stuff that happens with the kids like yeah. i don't want to give away too much but no they're a tight-knit movie. group for sure uh and they sound so natural yeah you could tell they had fun together on the set you could tell the way they interacted on film and their conversations they didn't feel forced like i said it felt very natural I'm trying to think what else I I can like that I want to say about this movie that's not too spoilery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I just want to. I mean, God, I, it sounds like I don't have to really encourage people to go to this. No, I th- I'll put it this way. Um, the only thing I think people knock this for without really giving too much away is its use of a little bit of the CG. You know, and I, it's not bad. No. I mean, it it doesn't feel like it was forced. No, it did well. Oh, but what it was, and how else would you do a couple of those scenes? Honestly, I agree, man. There's, there's. I mean, you could probably could, but it wouldn't be the same. Now, it was already shown in one of the trailers, but there is a neat shout out to Pennywise. Yeah, there is. And also, I mean, this one's probably a little bit subjective, but I felt at the very end when, oh, I guess OG Pennywise because this is Pennywise as well. Right. But when Pennywise was about to go away. Uh, with how, how he. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it looked looked good. I well, not just that it looked good, but I the way his hair ended up by the oh, end of that yeah. struggle. I know what you mean. I thought it looked like OG Pennywise yeah. again right before he left. I think they were paying some uh, homages throughout. Uh, well, I mean, but I know, but Bev scene is yeah. definitely an homage. That was really cool. Bev getting. Ter- uh, horrified, terrorized by yeah. by Pennywise. There were some things. Like I said, they they did in this film that I really liked, specifically in the sewer system. Compared to the OG, OG was really cool. It had its really cool moments, but I felt like it gave a lot away. Like like I said, it really spelled it out. This one was a little bit more subtle, but there was some really cool imagery it used. I wonder if some of the things that ended up on the cutting room floor, now that I'm just thinking about it more, and this isn't too much of a spoiler. It's a little bit of a spoiler because it kind of tells you what it's missing. Right. But... Sort of a recurring theme throughout a lot of Stephen King's works, and especially in it, you can look at um, is parents doing intentional or unintentional harm to their children that continues on. Right. All these kids are fucked up in some way because of their parents, and it ex- helps explain some of the actions they take and the attitudes they have towards things. Uh, and help ex- and helps explain the the people that they grow up to be. Right, exactly. We didn't get any of Ben's family story in this one. No, we sure did not. Um, all we know is, like I said, he's just a nerd. He's a new kid, and he's a nerd. In the old one, it. you got a lot of Ben's. Yeah, well, not a lot, but but you got a lot. Well, you, you know what you got? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you you know about his dad. You know, you know about yeah. You know you about even his meet dad. His, you meet do, his do mom. Do we even meet his mom? Yeah, and his aunt and his fucking shit and his cousin. cousin. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you really don't. So that's I felt like the the OG Ben was a little bit better. 
And when when they went to Ben's house in this one, I thought that some of that would come up at least. Yeah, Maybe not much because they were kind of all together. So I felt like room. it would be pulled back. Right. But no, not even when they were in the house, you never didn't meet his mom. I mean, no. that's not giving too much away, but that's, you know, that's what happened. Yeah. No, they're they're just completely alone. Yeah. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Did we get any of Richie's family? No, I don't think so. Even uh, Eddie's mom was a little different in this film. A little bit di- Well, they kind of make it more explicit in this. That's the thing. Eddie's situation is a lot more vague in the original miniseries. Yeah. It's a lot more evident in this one what's going on, especially at the end. It gets yeah. spelled out to him. I'll put it this way. Um, in the second part, to be fair to the second part, because we haven't even reviewed it, right. but it does touch a little bit more on the reasons why he is a hypochondriac. But this one spells it out right in front of you. You don't even have to guess. Yeah, they goes right at it. Yeah, so you you know we figure out why he is the way he is uh, a little bit sooner in this film. And there's there's just one other thing that this one is going to go into a little bit of spoilery territory for the overall story, right, but not right. for this movie, especially because it's something that's been used in the trailers. But I want to record it for posterity. I'm sure. Somebody else has said this at some point before, but you pointed out something that I thought was amazing because I had it had not occurred to me. The losers to lovers with yeah. the red V, Roman numeral for five. At the end of it, there's five of them. Yeah. At the end of it, total when they're grown up. I mean, that was something you know we have to pick up on subtleties because of the way we view films. So I was looking for certain things, and that one just kind of stood out. I was like, hmm, that's kind of interesting that. They use the red in that, you know, in the cast. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if it signifies something else, a little bit more than just lovers. Well, and then the red is always usually yeah, for with Pennywise. Pennywise exactly. That's the red balloon. It's, uh, I mean, I think this time around he actually had red puffballs, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and, of course, like the his makeup incorporates the red really creepily and everything. And even just the red of blood from his fucking Yeah, victims. there is a lot of red imagery. There's a lot of fucking blood. Dude. Oh, my God. <coughs> that was something I was not expecting. That's going to be good for people who get to see that. And so, yeah, a red V, though. Red 5. Yeah. Foreshadowing. I mean, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, that's my take on it. I, I think that's genius. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. I, I just didn't pick up on it. So, I mean, like I said, there's three of us. I'm sure there's things Alex picked up on and you mm-hmm. picked up on that I missed as well. Now, I'm really curious to see how they're going to pull off the adults. Yeah, I am very intrigued about that. But I'm still going to go see it. I mean, I'm, we'll probably check it out together. It's we've, be fun. I mean, as we've already pointed out in the future for you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the adult portions are the weakest portions of the original sure. miniseries. I hope they don't try to stay true to form in the next and so, one. Jesus. This next one, we're getting a movie of pure adults. It's going to be interesting we to just see got the movie cast. of pure kids. Yeah, for those parts. Yeah, Dave I Chappelle? Don't, I don't think My Dave, vote's for Dave Chappelle. Dave, I'm down with Dave Chappelle. Uh, <laughs> God, who... Uh, who we can give our take. We are... Nah, that's probably giving too much away. There's a mention of an 80s... I was thinking Red the same Red Hair Star. That'd be I was so fucking funny. Thing. Oh my God. If that happens... That would be I'll, brilliant. I'll go 10 times. That would be too funny. That would be so funny. She oh, got the, cast. Um, the time update was neat and played extremely natural. You know, I was thinking of uh, that too because this is not a giveaway. Um, it does take place in the late 80s, 88, 89 specifically. 
And I remember those. I mean, uh, vaguely, but I remember those because it was, you know, I was seven, eight years old around those times. But uh, it's like, yeah, it does kind of feel like what the 80s felt like a little bit during that time period. But not just that. I mean, the original miniseries had it set in, what, late 50s? Yeah, like I think it was actually 1960 for those kids. I think his brother okay, passed right. probably in 59, and 1960 was the year. And so this is they updated it to yeah. make it more in line with modern, and it I I couldn't tell. Well, I mean, I could tell, but it but no, felt, felt perfect. Yeah, no, no, it didn't feel forced. It felt natural. Um, God, yeah, I just keep thinking about how weird it is. How many people are going to go watch this movie though that normally wouldn't? Yeah, and I'm that was the really cool part. I think uh, going into it was thinking that it's like this is a whole new cultural thing for some people, and for us old farts. Um, it's a good way to revisit our youth and uh, see what happens with these new, you know, these new um, takes on it. And this other sort of neat thing that's happened with with this, really, with it, yeah, yeah. is fucking you have the original it helping to sort of uh, inspire way later on down the road Stranger Things. Yeah, no which doubt can probably be very much marked at the beginning of this shift for the retro 80s horror that we're yeah. currently seeing. I even saw it in the uh, that Thor Ragnarok title. You know, they're still using that But now. especially in the horror, especially with the fact that we oh, just yes. got this It movie and the, the fact that Stephen King has a shit ton of things about to happen, like a Miss TV show. Yeah, I haven't um, watched that one yet. There's another one call, coming out called Castle Rock that's just sort of based on all of his works, just mashed together from that what I understand. That makes sense considering the title, yeah. Um, they just had the, it might have, apparently it didn't do all that well, I didn't pay that much attention, but they just had the fucking Dark Tower movie. Right. Like, Stephen King's huge right now, and it's partially because Stranger Thing was so influenced by his stuff. Oh, yeah. You can't help but notice that. But, and so, it's like he's causing his own resurgence. Yeah. Time is a flat circle. There you go, bitches. Damn, got him. <laughs> and yeah, and it's even unique, like, so that they're using Finn in this movie, being that he's in Stranger Things. Being so. that he, yeah. Carries straight across. Yeah, so it's no wonder, man. It's really cool. It's uh, I enjoyed watching this, so, you know, I would highly re- recommend it to any, even a casual fan who knows about it, maybe even somebody who's read the book, like, hey, maybe you want to check this out. Compare or contrast. I recommend it, and I also just want to tack on that it was both more violent, more bloody, uh, and more creepy. It was super creepy. I think that's a good way um, of explaining than it. Than I ever expected it to be going in. Yeah. Even with the fact that we had already seen pictures everywhere of the new creepy penny ones. Yeah, even if you're trying to stay away from it, you're, you, you're going to run into it somewhere. it's creepy in ways that you're not going to be expecting. When you totally find right. out who some of the other... Honestly, who I would consider some of the other antagonists to be. Good point. Minor antagonists, but very much tied into these kids' stories. Uh, there's some creepiness. There's a lot of creepiness and going on in that town. not goodness going on. No, it's And really the bullies cool. are still all shitheads. They are. Oh, just immediate shitheads. There's the, even the fucking shithead girl carries across. Yeah, we were, we man. We were talking about. Yeah, we were trying to figure out who who she might be, and it was like, oh, you brought it up. It's like, oh, yeah, that I didn't think about that. Yeah, all shitheads. Shithead girl. They are. They're still shithead girl to Beverly for no reason. never gets explained other than her dad's a janitor. Yeah. And this one, I'm not going to spell it out, but this one, she gets accused of being something. 
yeah. Dude, this one just gets to be a lot more explicit all around, and it's awesome. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of uh, wondering, too, that this was a, a theater movie, rated R. There's things that they're going to get away with that they could not do in the miniseries, and I think they did a fantastic job. We, we keep up bringing, like, one last thing. I know, but, I mean, we can't help it. It's it's fun, man. The it's other really thing, good. though, because we did just get done seeing it in a theater, one of the fun ways is just to sort of to gauge a movie. Also, is just to hear the, the audience reactions. Yeah, good point. And as we were also talking about as we were coming straight out of the theater, there's a scene that happens that suddenly makes everything very real. A death that happens, a murder that happens. Yeah. And from that point in the movie at which point there's probably 25 minutes of movie left, maybe a little bit more. Dead silence. People were fucking laughing throughout the rest of the movie, fucking gasping at some of the scares. One thing I liked about our particular theater, there was some self-policing with people like, shh. And they were, people were polite. But, you know, it's like, hey, shh, we want to watch this too. But there was, you know, there was gasping at the scares, there was laughing, there was this and that. That last 25 of the minutes of the movie, everyone was just... Silent. Shit. Like, what's going on? Super tense. What's going to happen? So, so we don't like to give away endings and stuff. So, just know that you're going to laugh, you're going to be tense, and in the last half an hour, you're in for a ride. And I think that's all I have. Yeah, likewise. Um, Go check it out several times. Bring your friends. Yeah, go, go listen to that, and then... Uh, in a day or two, probably more like two or three, past this episode coming out. How that works, isn't it? Uh, you can hear us talk about the original miniseries. Yeah, so you'll be getting to hear our take on this, like you said, and then in a few days you can hear our take on the original. Um, and then after that, we'll be covering House of a Thousand Corpses, oh, dude, which yeah. we've been just chomping at the bit to do for a bit now. We tried for a while. But we're gonna re- we're revisiting it now. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we've got some funny stories. We'll talk about that. But to hear that, you must, I guess, keep listening to us. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, fucking iTunes, iTunes, um, Google Play, tuned in. Yeah. Like, just find we're out there. We might try to make it easy. www.friedsquirms.com. Email us squirmcast at gmail.com. Follow our Facebooks, Fried Squirms, Twitter at Fried Squirms, yeah. Instagram, Fried, Fried Squirms, Squirms Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, we're still there. I mean, we're we're out there. We we get around. We make the rounds. And we're actually enjoying a little bit of fresh air right oh now, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we were mentioning that. This, this whole state's been on fire for, like, the last fucking month. We saw blue skies today for the first time. Yeah, in got weeks. to see some actual clouds that weren't smoke clouds. Yeah, it was while we were going to the movie. It was like a sign it was going to be a good thing. Oh, one other thing I'll mention too on the way into the theater. This is how I don't know. This has been a, an exciting day. But I was like, man, there's a dude that walked by me that was wearing a Wofford College T-shirt, mm-hmm. and Wofford's in my hometown. I was like, what are the odds of that? Nice being here in Montana. Oh yeah. So I was like, this is going to be a good showing and it was it's gonna be a good weekend because we're also both fans of the sport and football just started back up again so i know what we're both going to be doing tomorrow oh yeah and then the day after that we're going to be talking about some house for thousand corpses yes uh so you'll be able to hear that coming up as well um but until then fried squirms out out